0: everyone, and welcome to this episode of an Ingenious You Mini. I'm joined today by four highly seasoned enrollment and marketing professionals and consultants with the nationally renowned higher ed marketing firm RHB. Rob Zinken, Alex Williams, Aaron Gore, and Ken Anselman will be presenting our upcoming Leading Edge Thinking in Higher Ed webinar scheduled for January 25th at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Time. This webinar could not be more timely. Our presenters will address how enrollment, marketing, and technology can come together for your institution to most effectively build those critical relationships with prospective students, alumni, and all of those constituents who are so important for ongoing revenue generation. We will include a a webinar registration link in the show notes for this episode. All registrants will receive a link following the webinar to share with friends and colleagues. Rob, I am delighted to welcome you and your team to the Ingenious You community.
1: Thank you. We're excited about the webinar. I'm Rob Zinkin, Vice President for Marketing Leadership at RHB and delighted to be joined by my RHB colleagues, Alex Williams, Aaron Gore, and Ken Anselman. And we're going to start with Alex. Alex Williams is Senior Vice President for Relationship Development at RHB. And Alex, we've heard you discuss on several occasions how technology is just a tool. And what advice would you give to higher ed colleagues uh, to help them keep that perspective about the role of technology as they think about relationship building across the constituent life cycle?
2: Yeah, great. Thanks, Rob. You know, I feel like I get this question posed to me so often in my role here at RHB, but you know, someone will inquire and say, great, we're ready and we need to implement this CRM and we've got to get the solution up and running within just a couple of months. And we have to say at that moment in time, that we got to take a step back because when we really get into these conversations with folks, what what we're really understanding or trying to help them understand, I should say, is that the technology is just the platform. There's a lot that goes into that to get it up and running where it needs to be. There's a heck of a lot of strategy that runs behind the scenes and a lot of conversations that need to happen as well. I think a lot of times institutions are so focused on the tool itself that they think that something might be a technical implementation. But really, it's like 60, 70% change management, process management. And that's really where the opportunities really bubble up to the surface when we think about how we can really strategize and change how we operate as an organization to kind of best serve all of our constituents. That certainly comes down to the foundation of being able to build those and establish those relationships. Getting those processes and strategies defined really then plays into how we're going to execute it in a platform.
1: Great. And that's probably a a familiar tune for you, Aaron, as we turn to you, Aaron Gore, Vice President for Client Technology at RHB, who leads RHB's practice in slate and related technology. Um, What what does that look like or how does that play out uh, day-to-day for institutions? What are the issues that they're grappling with that conceptually, what Alex said, makes a lot of sense, but in practice, It can be really challenging for institutions to to do that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. A part of it is also navigating change on campus as well. There are times where there are uh, folks in the admissions or enrollment management office that are juggling their day-to-day jobs and then also overseeing part of their CRM system or software that they use for recruitment, communications, reporting, And then sometimes there are changes in in staff too, where the person who was the uh, point person for technology has either left or moved on to a different role. So that along with increasing uh, uh, pressure at times to move quickly and rapidly to address their business goals, uh, sometimes they want to act quickly uh, without stepping back, pausing and thinking about process or thinking about strategy, right? If it comes to jumping to a new communications plan, you have to take the time to have that conversation, for example, about what the communication strategy is or who are, who's the audience, what are we trying to achieve and what are the goals before jumping in and trying to uh, implement the talk technology that will uh, achieve those different processes there. And at the end of the day, you know we do at RHB a great deal of discovery, with clients, in order to better understand their process and get them in the room to talk about their process and their goals, because if you align position, strategy, and goals, and you know what you're trying to solve for, you'll end up with a more coherent implementation of your campus CRM or various software platforms that you have, um, and that ultimately leads to leads to a stronger foundation for your data, and a stronger foundation for your data impacts data integrity, which then also impacts your reporting which then (laughs) impacts uh, decision-making on your campus.
1: Great. Thank you, Erin. And Ken Anselman, Vice President for Enrollment Management. Ken, Erin, one of the things she just mentioned was pressures. And uh, certainly enrollment leaders uh, know about the pressures that they're facing to recruit and retain students and best-fit students. So as we look ahead to the webinar on January 25th, I know we'll have uh, enrollment leaders and enrollment personnel who will be joining us and what what would be some takeaways for them? Uh, mm-hmm. Things that you would encourage them to be considering, uh, and how might they they benefit from this conversation that we're we're going to have coming up soon?
4: Yeah, Rob, thanks. On that pressure point, I, as someone who was in that seat uh, in a VP for enrollment gig for quite a while at a small liberal arts college, um, I. I still have the muscle memory from those times. It was less than a year ago. Um, but you know, one of the things, especially hearing my colleagues just speaking here, I want to come back to this urgency, this pacing. I think especially when you're talking about at least the recruitment world, the, the cycle recycles so quickly. And I think so often we're focused on the next class and putting a solution in place for the next class. And what we really need to do is encourage folks to think about balancing the short-term with the long-term. Of course, you have the urgency of the next class uh, ahead of you, but what about the class two years, three years, four years down the road? What sort of things are you doing now to make sure that the stories you're telling to those folks that you're going to start recruiting very soon for that class four years from now is coherent, is on message, represents you well, and is distinctive? um and rob you know i know i've heard you talk about the longest of long terms which is kind of the entire student life cycle you know i know at least in my my previous life and in the work that i'm doing a lot right now with the enrollment function it's working on the front end it's building those relationships with students at the point of discovery who are you as an institution and that's where i think that work that we're talking about with discovery is so important because I think what colleges are often doing is they're trying to be so many things to so many people that they end up sounding exactly like each other. And right now it calls for the opposite. And I think, Rob, I hear you talk a lot about brand lying in the specifics um, and how important it is to start articulating those and staying true and coherent to those all throughout that life cycle. So from prospective student all the way through to enrolled student to graduating student. And so when you're talking about short-term and long-term. It's how do you tell that story to the student who's thinking about you for next year, but also something that's going to be true for that person who graduates from your institution four years hence, five years hence, six years hence.
1: So we're going to cover some big topics in this, in this webinar. And the point about the constituent life cycle, um, big topics like uh, institutional market position, uh, overarching strategies for the institution, and culture culture change, when, when we talk about uh, that life cycle, we organize ourselves in higher ed into these functional silos for our constituents who view the institution holistically. So it really requires an all institution effort uh, that includes technology, that includes so many elements that connect to the student experience that are all pieces of that relationship building effort. And we're very much looking forward to addressing those and hearing from listeners and having an engaging conversation coming up on January 25th.
0: Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of An Ingenious You. This is Melissa morris Olson, your host. We are very excited about our Season 4 conversations. I encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single episode. And if you like what you hear, be sure to rate us and let your friends and colleagues know so that they too can join the Ingenious You community. I invite you to visit our website for the Center for Higher Education Leadership and Innovative Practice at baypath.edu slash chelip, where you will find information about our monthly free Leading Edge Thinking and Higher Education webinars as well as our just launched YouTube channel where you'll find full video interviews with our most highly-rated conversations from previous seasons. And while on this site, you can subscribe so you don't miss out on the release of new content and upcoming webinars. That's all for now. Thanks so very much for listening.